yeah, even just sharing like my testimony and just answering your questions, like I just continue to feel that freedom. So I know this this podcast that you're gonna have is gonna be freeing for, you know, all the listeners and viewers. So praise God for the the dream and the vision that He put on your heart. This is the first episode of Living with Elijah, my new podcast here. I started this podcast just for a place for people to authentically represent themselves and to give the spotlight to underrepresented heroes and hero journeys that, you know, don't get too much of too much attention, I feel like. So I just wanted to give this podcast and this platform that I was blessed with, you know, by God to be able to do that. So We've got our first episode here. Our first guest is my sister, Amara Chikwe. Amara, I know you as my sister. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been through a lot together, but for those who may not know you, just give a little bit of insight about yourself, who you are, where you came from, you know, your background. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me here. It's definitely an honor and a blessing, and I'm just so proud of you for, you know, even putting this podcast to use you know what I'm saying I remember you sharing with me your plans and I think that the world definitely needs this so I'm really excited um for you to get this going but yeah hi everyone uh my name is Amara I am Elijah's second oldest sister I'm currently at Howard University getting my doctorate in occupational therapy (laughs) I graduate next May and let me tell y'all it's been it's been a journey um (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty much about me. I went to Youngstown State University for my undergrad, got my bachelor's in exercise science, played basketball there. Yeah, I'm on this journey. Yes, man. I just got out of mine, man. Knew me, y'all knew, y'all knew my three years of locks. It was a long journey. I had the best locks out there, if we're gonna be real, man. Oh, okay. Okay. I started his life journey, y'all. So hit yes, me up. Yes, hit me did. up. If I ain't have no baby laughs neither. I started my junk with a fro. Yes, Let sir. It Let it be yeah. known. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Amara, for just sharing a little bit about yourself. I just wanted to start with this since you know we are both family and we come from yeah. a very large family, very diverse family. I just wanted to start this off with what does family mean to you? Hmm. You know. Family means a lot to me. I definitely feel like coming to the DMV area and leaving home has been difficult. Um, even though I was my undergrad was in Ohio, it was three hours from home, but like now I'm like eight and eight, nine hours away from home. So having family like reach out to me is so important. I feel that there is so much unity that needs to happen within families like across like the world. Um, especially in the black community, I feel that, you know, sometimes families can be broken, mm. but once families become more united, definitely a force to be reckoned with. And I definitely appreciate my family. I appreciate my brothers, my sisters, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, rest mm. in peace, um, aunts, uncles, cousins, all that it means a lot to me, especially on this journey, uh, getting my doctorate, couldn't do it, do it without their support. Yes, I feel like, I mean, on my journey, I think my family's been my biggest backbone. I don't know about you, but like just knowing that, you know, there's people back home just rooting for me, not just 
not just stopping in their tracks just to root for me, but they're also going along with their journey as well, making themselves better people, but also, you know, reaching out when they can, letting me know that I am love, letting me know that, you know, there is somebody, you know, just in in the back of my head, making sure I am okay, making sure that, you know, everything going on with me is all right and making sure that life is, you know, what it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to look You know, that just means so much. Sometimes the most underrated thing you can just say to somebody is, I'm proud of you, you know, even when you're struggling, even when you're going through a storm, when you're succeeding, I think the biggest thing you just need to hear sometimes is I'm proud of you. Like maybe, maybe things aren't going as we need it to be Mm -hmm. going, but at the end of the day, we're persevering, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, I, I love reaching out to family. I make my round calls every day. Uh, yes, know. Yes, yes, um, yes. But being in the season that the Lord has me in of just busyness, I'm just like, Ooh, I don't have that energy or that emotional capacity yeah. to, stay to be able to reach out to, you know, my family every day as I used to. Yeah. Where I got on this uh, season of clinicals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that simple text, like, I'm proud of you. I love you. Or just a, hey, how are you doing? Because it comes exactly. And I Them feel like, how you doing is get crazy yes, sometimes. Yes, if they get exactly. repetitive, like, I don't know if I got the energy to tell right. you how my day just went. <laughs> I might not reply. But yeah, but they mean a lot to me. I they just do. Do not don't get take it to it. heart now. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's real good. I feel you know, being in this age group of, you know, 20s or going into your 20s, that feeling of loneliness is real. And I know that you can spray it at different ages, but in your 20s, 19s, 18s, like you're really trying to figure yourself out and having that family to be there to support you, even if they're not blood, like having that family figure, having those friends be there for you and knowing that you're not alone, you know, you're not alone. And I think that's the lie sometimes that we may believe when we are, you know, feeling lonely or feeling stuck. Like, yeah. The devil tries to spew it it in your head all the time, especially in those moments of isolation, because like just because you are alone doesn't mean you have to be lonely. But mm. the devil tries to make us think that That's we good. are. Even in a social situation, you can feel lonely. Yes, you know? in the biggest crowd, you mm. literally can feel lonely. And I used to, you know, we talked about it. I used to feel that relationships could fix that, right? Mm-hmm. And no. <laughs> and I feel that in this season that the Lord has me in, which I'm so grateful um, of just singleness and being young, getting like this degree, and as well as like spending more time with him and finding my identity, like yeah. I'm not alone. Like the Lord is with us truly oh. every day. Like He never leave us nor forsake us. But when we're so oh, busy, I was just reading that this morning. <laughs> you know, I'm going when we're in this world. Like I just feel like we forget it's in the back burner. But we um, gotta crawl to the top. Gotta bring of that up to the front. We gotta make sure everything we attack head on is with that spear, with that yeah. sword, that sword of truth. That's good. That's mm, good. We have to. Yeah. But um just moving on. Um, Amara, I know you played basketball in college. I know you were a D one, you know, star. Mm-hmm. Uh played as long as I can remember. I don't know. Yeah. Since I was a kid. And 
you know, from playing basketball, going D1 and to Howard, you know, university where you are now in grad school pursuing a doctorate. Did you have any idea life would lead you this way or God would lead you this way? No. <laughs> no. Let's see. I'm 24 right yeah. now. Just put my age out there, y'all. Yeah. Um, No, I thought like <laughs> right now I would be somewhere ipsy. Yeah. Somewhere ipsy. I... Yes, I was playing basketball, but I didn't have the desire in me to play overseas. I feel like it, it just wasn't worth it in terms of, one, the finance. Two, like, I feel there's more to life than just sports. Mm. So I definitely didn't see myself pursuing, like, my doctor in occupational therapy. And to be honest, I didn't know what that was until, you know, I had this experience going to my senior year at Youngstown State. Um, but I'm just so grateful I, I am here, you know, and in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to go to grad school. I don't want to get student loans, like debt, all that. Like I had a full ride scholarship, but the Lord has just been so um gracious and merciful, um, and this, this new journey that I am. And I'm just, I just literally look back and be like, yo, <laughs> I was school every day and now I'm here, like working with, you know, patients and, just learning and not playing basketball. I was literally playing basketball yesterday and it brought back memories, but <laughs> put back on the shoes and are there any um lessons like life lessons you think basketball has taught you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um for those who know me, Coach Jarvis, if you're listening, <laughs> um, I used to be timid on the court. I don't know why. Um I would just be timid and it took me to believe in myself and really have those coaches in my corner, like rooting for me. Um, definitely helped me bring that confidence out. Yeah. And just going into this time of residency, um, I'm at Adventist Inpatient Hospital working with patients and I have to be assertive, mm -hmm. just like I had to be assertive on the basketball court. Like mm -hmm. even though I was timid, I had to learn how to be assertive on the basketball court and that's carrying over to life. Right. Like you have to be assertive especially like growing to become more of an adult adulting as they say oh. like you have to be assertive you have to take your territory you have to know your worth and yeah. you have to make use of the gift giving you whether that gifts is through sports which it was you know now it's through caring for these patients now it's through my just compassion to want to to heal to motivate to be there for people you know what I mean um, and just the importance of having a team, having a family, having a routine, right. you know, and I admire your routine, Elijah, it definitely encourages me, <laughs> um, like that 6am, let's go run the stairs in basketball, yeah. let's have practice at eight, then let's have class and let's go back to the gym and work on those free throws. Yeah. And that's having me um, in this season, like I feel that I have that routine, like I'm able to wake up early and get my stuff done, because that's the mindset that I was in college and when I slip up, you know, and you can encourage me with your routine. I definitely appreciate it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes we underrate, you know, the value sports can have in our everyday lives, like the competitiveness. Yeah. And I think it's the reason why we push our kids, push, you know, so many young people to go into yeah. sports, to go into things like that, such yeah. as like football, soccer, basketball, baseball, you know, things where they can 
like they can see so many parts of themselves when something is put on the line, like a win or a loss. When you're faced with a win or a loss, you're willing to put anything, any almost anything on the line just to get to that goal. And that's yeah. when you see so much, so much of people and so much of their character. Yeah, it's definitely a sacrifice, you know, definitely a sacrifice. And I feel I could be complacent, you know, I'm 24. I could just be chilling. Like I didn't have to go mm-hmm. get a, a doctorate, like straight from undergrad, like go to grad school. I could have took my time. You know, I could just be lazy. <laughs> I could not wake up early to to study for my patient, to study like diagnoses for my patients or read the word or mm-hmm. work out. Like, cause who's pushing me? No one's pushing me. Right. You no do one's pushing you. me. You do it. And I'm doing it for me and for my future, especially like just being in the black community. Like I don't want to be the status quo when I'm like 35, mm-hmm. 50, you know, I want to be healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So right. that's just where I'm at. Is there any, um, like I know you're saying uh, you didn't know where you would go in life. You know, you didn't know the path God would have for you and you know, God's will for your life. Was there any time in your journey that there were any like questioning, like any any questioning of God, what God was doing, where God is leading you, where God is taking mm-hmm. you right now? Yeah, until literally this year, like until this year, until 2023, I, I had questions for God, like <laughs> a whole Yeah. A whole groceries, y'all. Um, so for those who don't know, I my basketball career ended short because I received a head injury, a concussion, a complicated one, which I'm still dealing with symptoms now um, and still under like um, care from doctors, which I'm just grateful for. So I had a concussion and I had to be medically exempt from basketball. And I'm just like, okay, like I know I didn't want to do basketball overseas, but you know, I wanted to finish my career here. Like I wasn't ready for that. And as well with that, like, I'm was never the same since that day in terms of like physically. And I think that was hard for me to adjust and accept like, yo, like God, like, what are you doing here? You know, like I ask it all the time. How did why did I deserve this? You know what I mean? What are you showing me? And just those questions, like why? And then, you know, grandpa, you know, he passed away, BJ passed away, and I'm just like, yo, okay. God, what you, what are you doing? What you doing? What's going what on? Doing? Where are you at? Where are you at? But no, nah, God was there the entire time. The entire time. The entire time. And if I hadn't got that head injury, like not saying the Lord caused that, but he works everything yeah. for our good, I would not be in this position where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know what occupational therapy was until I got that injury. Wow. And to me, like I was dealing with something that was invisible to the, someone's eye. Like they didn't understand the the impact of my disability. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I didn't have a scar on my face or on my head. It right. was internal. Beneath the surface. This was beneath inside. the surface. Yeah. And then just having to really go through that for that was 2019, it's 2023. So mm-hmm. go through that for years, right? And even like family, like I appreciate my family, you know, being there, I appreciate you being there, but just not really having the extent of the impact, you know, that that had on me. But I thank God that I'm here getting, pursuing my degree um, at Howard 
I even doubted that. I'm like, okay, God, like, do I have the capability to do this? Like, is this head thing going to really impact me? But no, I am excelling, y'all. I am excelling. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. And I have a church home here in the DMV. I've been healing. The Lord has been revealing. And I'm just not the same person. He even changed my perspective of this injury. I truly forgive, you know, everyone that was involved in that. Right. I forgive myself, most importantly, as biggest well. Thing. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. God is so good, y'all. <laughs> Try to just tap in. All the time. All the time. All the time. No, seriously. Like, <laughs> all the time. He don't miss. He he doesn't. No, like, he don't miss. That's Come on. Give, give me a time he don't he, he never misses. <laughs> like, he just don't. He just don't. He just don't. don't. It don't work like that. <laughs> nah, let's talk about it. But yeah, um, thank you for sharing that story with yeah, us. Yeah. Um, that was a very rough part of your life, me yeah. being there with you through it. I Man. know it was um just a very hard time. And I couldn't even imagine, you know, everything you were going through, knowing that, you know, basketball was your sport for your entire life. And then getting hit with something like that, being told, you know, you may never play the game again, you know, yeah. what I mean? like that's gotta be a real reality check. I mean, yeah. a, hell, a hell of a reality check for anybody yeah. really. So yeah, I've definitely has uh, a few times I've questioned, you know, God's plan for my life. I right. think everyone does. I don't yeah. think, I don't think it's something that should be frowned upon. I think, um, if we're truly submitted to God's will and his plan for our life, of course, he's going to throw us on some detours. You know, yeah. if if this was an easy life, an easy pathway to heaven, you know, everyone would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not. It's really not like y'all hear what Amara is sharing with us. Everything that she went through, you know, and she's only 24. She's still going through this yeah. stuff. Like she's still struggling with this. Yes. Like God is good. And just because we're submitted to his plan, to his will for our life, doesn't mean we won't encounter challenges. It just means he will always be there with us through it. And that is able to support you through it. That is able to be yeah. your backbone, as I was saying, That's to be so your good. support system. And yeah. he grants us things in our life that helps us with that, such as yeah. we were talking family, friends that are considered family. Yeah, stuff like that and it's just amazing that god has granted us these beautiful things in life through the hardest moments through the roughest moments i actually want to share something that was so good elijah yeah. the wisdom for me y'all <laughs> y'all y'all better tune in tap into his no whole <laughs> so um but my name means god's grace and mm. i truly have been stepping into my name this whole year i'm like oh that's why my name is God's grace. On, right? The Lord has graced me through each season, each experience that I've been in. Like, and he's forever going to do that. Yeah. So this injury that I'm still healing from is not limiting me for what God has for me for the Jeremiah 29, 11 over my life. So for Ooh. those who have oh. battled with, you know, hurt. a head injury, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, a disability, anything like the Lord is going to grace you through that mountain. Like there's greater grace on the other side. Like don't let the enemy, don't let yourself doubt be in the way, like change your whole perspective, change your whole perspective. I am literally a living testimony. Living proof. 
That's why God puts us through this stuff to be yeah. living through. Yeah, that's good. And I think um like we're talking about the mountain. Sometimes it's just so hard to get up that mountain if you're so so focused on, you know, looking down or looking back Ooh. to where you came from. Like I think that's the hardest part for for me <sighs> sometimes. I think sometimes I just look from where I was and uh where God has taken me. And sometimes I just forget where I'm going. You know what I mean? I I'm so focused on what I'm leaving and God just needs me to look at where I'm going to what I'm to what I'm going towards to what I'm looking forward to. That's you know good. What I mean? And you know, you you won't see that sunshine on the other side of the mountain if you're so focused on the dark, on the dark That's side. Good. If you're you know, so focus on the storm. If you're getting, you know, clouded by the rains, by the, by the, by the clouds in the sky, you know, you have to keep moving. You got to keep climbing. Talk about no it. Matter, no matter what happens. Oh, Jesus, we love you. That's Elijah. That's a word. That's <laughs> a word. Like change, y'all. Change is hard. Mm. Change is hard because you're used to these patterns. You're used to these habits, whether toxic cycles or healthy. Like you're just used to what you were doing and the new is scary like we're human the flesh is like anxiety is like you get know, comfortable like what if what if what what if what if what if i go what if i just drop all this and pick up my cross and go mm -hmm. with the lord because he has <laughs> for us what if like what if <laughs> and yes we can't look back we have to move forward and yo i was literally like taking a shower today i was i was sweaty off <laughs> gave me the song like don't look back look ahead you're moving forward man i'll be having some mad testimonies in the shower i don't know what it is about i don't that know what it is time, that right temperature of water that <laughs> right so when i got my gospel music going. like i man. put on some mad city i'll be in there yelling bro yelling i swear my neighbors be worried for me bro no seriously i have roommates and i know they was like what's happening <laughs> I was like, I was giving the Lord praise. But God just be too good sometimes. Like, no matter where you at, I'll be in the car. I, I'll be at work listening yes. with my headphones in. Yes. Shower in a bath, a public bathroom, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'll scream out. <laughs> yes. Oh, but that's how we're supposed to be living, you know? Having the worship on our lips and our tongues and having his word with us because the enemy is shrewd, y'all. He is. And... And praise confuses. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. Praise will confuse the enemy. It will, literally. Praise will confuse the enemy. My um, apostle at my church, Hope Christian Church, for those in the DMV area, you should go. Uh, <laughs> um, like she was just saying, praise through, like even that heartbreak, that heartache, the confusion, the anxiety, the depression, the stress, the oppression. Praise through it. It confuses the enemy, and your brain is like. Why am I happy when I should be sad? Yeah. You know, you're getting that spiritual, that emotional, and that mental healing by just tuning on some music, some Kirk Franklin, y'all. I know just he's reciting verses in your head. Yes, verses. verses over verses. over and over again. Yes. And if you just gotta cry, cry. Because the Lord, He collects every tear. Mm -hmm. Like every tear that drops, how I see it is the tear that falls from our eyes are planting like a new rose in the mm, or in a desert. That's a good one. That's so a good one. keep crying those tears. You know, the sun comes back up and the Lord is with you in that moment. Yeah. 
I think especially as black men, I think we definitely need to cry more and be, yeah. be apt to, you know, being able to do that because it's it's just such a good way just to just let go, to express, you know, to just release. It's such yeah. a release of tension. And um, like when we allow ourselves to do that, we let go of all these feelings. Like yeah. you're able to feel them. You know what I mean? Like they're not just sitting up in your head. And when they when they come down, you know, as you said, you are planting new seeds and yeah. if you hinder yourself from that. You're just holding yourself back even longer from another blessing you're supposed to have. Yeah, that's good. When you were saying that, um, literally in my mind, the Lord gives me like these little visual clips in my head, y'all. Um, <laughs> it's like holding on to like a rope, you know, tugging with that thing. But if you can just let go, you can relax. Your muscles aren't tense. Like you don't have to do this alone. Just let go. Rest. Like rest, literally. That's yeah. all he's telling us to do. Just rest. You just got out the gym. You need to hit the sauna, my boy. Come hit the sauna. Just let go. Washcloth on that forehead. You gotta come down. Put some deodorant on. Just relax. <laughs> that you musty. You musty and dust. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you for sharing your story with us, Amara. I mean. Yeah, it's very inspiring to me, me knowing it. Uh, I hope it's very inspiring to others out there. But um, just share with us one of, one of the biggest challenges you have encountered on your journey and how, how you faced it. Hmm. That's a great question. Let me think. One of the biggest things. Hmm. I think for me, um, going back to the first question, I believe, about family, Family is so important to me. And really coming to the DMV area, not having that team around that family that's not mm. family, like I really had to like st top, like struggle down, like get a hold of that thing because loneliness was so real for me, so real for me. And then dealing with that, like my old perspective with my head injury, I just felt really alone. I felt like, dang, like I, I'm alone in this. And I think that forced me into getting into relationships with people that wasn't healthy for me because I was just lonely and I just wanted to fill that void. That void. And I just wanted to fill that void and did it make it better? No, y'all, it made it worse. <laughs> it works in the moment, but long in the yes, long. No. But the Lord, like I said, he works all things for our good. Like I can even learn from those experiences and it pushed me to find church. Pushed me to find church. And I found this church home and I just feel the Lord's love. Like once I was able to let go, let go of that rope, get <laughs> the past, go with that rope, and take the Lord's hand. Uh -huh. Like it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful, and just really invite His love in uh -huh. in this moment that I don't have my family here, and if I let fear and loneliness grapple me, I could be back home at Ypsilanti. Like yes, I'm with family, but the Lord has called me down this path. So no, like I'm going don't be to comfortable. Like there's so much more. Yes, there's so much more. So don't let fear, y'all. Don't let lonely loneliness be your limit. Um, be your stronghold. Just walk in that freedom, walk in that strength, walk in that joy. Everything's gonna be okay. Literally, everything's gonna be okay. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of gold in there. You just said a handful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's real. I mean, yeah. that loneliness, that fear is 
like we said, it's lies the devil tries to spew in our head, no matter yeah. where we are at, no matter if we're up, no matter if we're down, no matter if we're at the okay. top of the mountain, if we're, you know, just getting ready to climb. He wants yeah. you to look back. He wants you to grab on, grab back yeah. onto that rope. Sometimes that rope be talking to you now. Yeah, that rope be talking back. Be I'm like, back. I, you, got, you, got, you got to close that ear, y'all. You place. got to. Maybe you put some earplugs in. Back at that rope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, even just sharing like my testimony and just answering your questions, like I just continue to feel that freedom. So I know this this podcast that you're gonna have is gonna be freeing for you know all the listeners and viewers. So praise God for the the dream and the vision that He put on your heart. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just I'm just blessed to be able to do it. Just the living vessel, you know what I mean? Just blessed to have the platform and just, you know, be a pathway for God to move through me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an amazing thing to give people like you, you know, the freedom to express the freedom to be vulnerable because there is power in vulnerability, you know, just you speaking on these things for the past 20, 30 minutes is powerful for you. It's empowering for you. It is. To remind yourself of everything you have been through every single thing every single trial god has kept you in yeah so powerful for people like even myself i I try to remind myself every day that's why we're that's why humans are so big on affirmation like self-affirmation especially yeah because it's not that we forget it's just sometimes you need a little reminder that's all you know you just get so busy with life and we be like lord where are you at but no the lord He's been here, like just reflect right here. You just got a new dinner yesterday, and you got a $20 bill yesterday for gas. Like, that's small, y'all, but no, that's big as a college. Oh, that's huge as a college student. That's money coming in. (laughs) Come on, be coming in. $20 meal, though. Where you eating? (laughs) I know. (laughs) That DMV. Don't talk about it. It really made me think of my sandwich for lunch tomorrow, y'all. But <laughs> it's the season when I make it, uh, I get to look at your sandwich and be like, "Yo, fine dining lunch. What's up? Fine dining, fine dining. That's what we moving on to." Yes, yes. But yes, I'm so thankful to have you on here, sister. In the first episode, I'm just grateful, as I said, to have this platform. Grateful to be able to give it to you all. Uh, I hope you really enjoyed this first episode. Uh, if you if you do like it, you know, try to like, comment, subscribe. Just continue to share share the podcast as much as you can. Share it, y'all. Is there anything else you have for our listeners, Amara? Um, I just want to say, truly, y'all, stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. If you don't know the Lord, reach out to Elijah. Um, I'm sure he will direct you um, and just share his testimony, pray for you, um, because there is more to this life than TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm not on social media at all no more because I've just been so into the word. Um, And I know social media can be used as a platform as such, Mm -hmm. but there's just so much more than just chasing the high of this life. Mm. and there's healing and there's freedom and just sharing your testimony and confessing and letting go of that rope you don't have to hold it anymore 
like the Lord will take care of it, whatever it is, the Lord will take care of it. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. And you never will be alone. Oh, let go of that rope. I think I'm going to name the podcast episode that we got to let go of that rope, y'all. Let go of that rope. Uh, uh. <laughs> but yeah, since um Amara is not on social media with us, um, but I'll just I'll leave her um name and stuff in the in the caption of this episode. Yeah, you can leave my email if you want. Um you want to reach out to her. But yes, uh I'm not really if you know me, I'm not really a social media person as well. If it weren't for this podcast, this platform, and everything else I do on there, I really would not have it. But I'm I'm just blessed that God has um given me this platform. So I'm willing to do whatever he needs me to do with it. Amen. So yeah, that's the first episode. Thank you all Thanks for, for having me. Once again, stay tuned for next week. Much love.